SEN America. This is the SEN NFL Podcast. Hello and welcome to the SEN NFL Podcast, the lighter look at the NFL. I'm your host, Richard Garraway, sitting across the desk from me in the SEN basement is my co-host, James Arthur. G'day, mate. How are you, Richard? Excellent, buddy. Today we're hitting on all the news, and there has been plenty. We'll get over to Camp Crunch, take a look at all the games and a couple of position battles, and we'll take a look at the latest episode of Hard Knocks, which once again was absolutely fantastic. It's our 11th podcast, and we've got a little bit of a new format here. We've got some sound going into each game. So as we go on, Chris has done more and more work and actually uh, started building up this podcast we've got. So let's get over to the newsroom. It's time to go into the newsroom on the SEN NFL podcast. And what seems to be the norm lately is we're going to start with a really bad injury. Jordy Nelson tears his ACL in a non-contact move. Have you seen the clip? It's, yeah, I have. It's it's shocking. He just he basically just turns around, change direction, yeah, bang, it's gone. And he ran off the field. Yeah, yeah. It's it just shows it just can happen any time and. It's a huge loss for them. It's, it's, it's massive. A, it's an understatement to say yep. it's a huge loss. And I don't think it's going to hit them until the playoffs. I think they'll still they'll make their way into the playoffs still pretty comfortably because they have Aaron Rodgers. Yep. But I think when you get to the playoffs and you have to play a team like Seattle and all of a sudden Richard Sherman's covering Randall Cobb or you know they'll think Devonta Adams is going to come in and be as good as Jordy Nelson, <laughs> Sherman's going to have a field day against those guys. Yeah, and they've... One of the things Aaron Rodgers is certainly jumping up and down about saying, oh, injured in a game that doesn't even matter and blah, blah, blah. Could have happened on the practice field. Exactly. You've got to have these games. You can't not have pre... And if they didn't have a pre-season tournament or whatever you want to call it, scheduled live televised games, they'd be having scrimmages and organized scrimmages with other teams and practice matches with other teams. So it wouldn't make a difference. It can still happen at any time. So yeah. It's going to be a huge loss for them. And yeah, we'll do our predictions... Do you, think, later, do you think it affects but, their record at all, in your opinion? Uh, maybe not their record, but I don't feel so good about them as my Super Bowl pick, which is what I was going to yeah, take. Yeah, I think that's. I feel the same way. I had them, you know, basically penned in to be definitely in the NFC Championship game, and if not the Super Bowl, it's um, it's it's a big loss. So come playoff time, you need that kind of receiver. Absolutely. Um, moving over the Patriots, Reggie Wayne inks a one-year deal with uh, New England. I didn't know corpses were allowed to play football. <laughs> Is he that old or that dead? Look, he, he had a solid year last year. I think he's just looking... He wants to get a, that one last Super Bowl, I think. Um, but you know what? He could probably be pretty productive for the Patriots. They have lost a lot of... I know they've lost um, Dobson to injury, young receiver. They just... They've lost a lot of them, so... He's going to come in. He's a he's a plug and play guy. Yeah, we know one thing Belichick loves, and that's a an older receiver yeah. or an older player who just knows what they're doing. If he can suck a tiny bit of life out of them for one year, he'll do it and get, move them on. What can I? It, it could be similar. Do you remember Moose and Muhammad when he went to Carolina? Yeah, for that some really last couple years. of years, yep. and just had a couple yep. of really good years at the end of his career. That, that that's what it's Steve Smith in Baltimore last year. Yeah, be a last little a last bit of effort he's going to put in. I would say it's his last season, unless he puts together a really really good season. Um, I would say it'll be his last. But you know, it's it's a good signing by the Patriots. Cheap signing of a classy veteran player. Yep, and speaking of one year deals, Michael Vick inks a one year one year deal with the Steelers. Now this surprised me. This came out of left field. It didn't. Yeah, he went for a visit after. Gradkowski, Bruce Gradkowski, quarterback, got put on IR. So it's it's come from an injury, but I don't th- why. Surely they're not worried about Roethlisberger. Like, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. But again, they're not paying him anything. Yeah, they'll have him on a 
Although his vet minimum won't be cheap because he's a he's it'd been be, in the league a long time. It'd be a couple of mil, I'd say. But I don't know. It, it, it was a surprise to me. I thought he would have, and for him, he doesn't really seem to suit that offense. He's it's not really a spread sort of offense. It's more of a hard running offense. So I'm not, I'm not sure. He was always going to end up somewhere because he's a, he's obviously still got some some games left in him, and he's a, he's a good player. Yeah, and. Who knows? I don't think he's going to play because no, he's, he's not going to unless Rothenberg gets take every hurt, single snap. He will sit on the bench the yeah. whole season. Yep. And Michael Kendricks inks a new four-year extension. Yeah. Look, uh, this was a guy that they talked about in the off-season of wanting to trade. There seems to always be trade rumors around him, and then he, he gets a pretty good four-year deal. So you just never know. These guys, these NFL teams are always lying to you. Um, he's a really solid player. Very, very athletic. One of the most athletic middle linebackers. Plays in that 3-4 scheme, which is... It's odd for a middle linebacker to be that athletic type because in a 3-4, basically there's not as many defensive linemen, so the middle linebackers are asked to take on more blocks. So, you know, he, he's a very rare, but he's a, he's been a great fit for the Eagles, and I think that's why they, that's why, obviously why they locked him up. Has there been any money announced, what that deal I, is? I, I can't remember seeing any. There was a rumour, I think it was around $37 million. Over four years, yeah, that's a pretty good signing for a guy like that. It's a, it's a, it's a solid it's a it's a solid amount of money for him and a reasonably cheap signing for for the Eagles. All right, that'll just about do it for the news. We'll get over to Camp Crunch. What's happening in training camp this week? This is Camp Crunch. Okay, first game. Uh, the Detroit Lions went down to the Washington Professional Football Team 21-17. Skins empty the backfield, second down and 11. Griffin looking to throw. Down he goes. Back at the 19-yard line and the ball came loose. Now, that was just one of many RG3 going downs. Yeah, he got hit. So he had eight dropbacks and was hit six times. That's... That's really bad O-line play. The right tackle they drafted in at number eight, I think it was, maybe number six in the draft, Brandon Sheriff, who has now already been moved to right guard, got his butt kicked. Yeah, he looked he, ordinary. He was very terrible. Getting He was a guy who came in known as a big, burly, strong guy. He was just getting bull rushed by linebackers, anyone who went after him. But then, interestingly enough, Richard, Kirk Cousins comes in, and he looked fine. No pressure. Slinging the ball around. I'll pose two things to you. One, it's more than just the O-line yes. who creates pressures and creates hits. Yep. The quarterback has a lot to do with it as well. Two, are they blatantly sending a message, the O-lineman, to the rest of the organization saying, we hate this guy, get rid of him? I definitely think... I don't think that the O-line would be doing that as a conscious thing, but there are times where you may not want to play as hard for someone because of the way you're treated by them. And it's not even a conscious decision. You just don't get up and about for them. Did you notice every time he got knocked down, how many O-linemen came to help pick him up? Yeah, it was a total number of zero. Yeah, There was a running back that helped him up at one time. Look, he looked really bad. And the fact that he took that huge hit, they went went off the, the line, scored or whatever happened, and then he's out again. And the commentators, they were saying, why is he putting him back out? If this was Peyton Manning and he took a hit like that, like you look, Jameis Winston when he got hit mm-hmm. straight out of the game, he was fine. But no, let's not risk him anymore. But he'd been playing well up until that point, so it's okay. He's clicking. The first team offense is clicking. They weren't clicking. 
That was I, crunching. That, I just, that was terrible. I just think Jay Gruden does not want to go down with RG3, so he's trying to separate himself as much as he can. On a bright note, Abdullah, again, looked really good for Detroit. Didn't have a ton of carries, but and he didn't get a ton of yards either, but he just looked... He just looks good. Like when he, you watch him cut and the way he moves, he's so fast, runs so low to the ground. He's he's a real steal for them, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, next game we'll look at Buffalo Bills eleven, the poor old Brownies ten. Got Eric Olsen in there at center for him. Manziel climbs the pocket, throwing end zone touchdown. Shane Wynn with the game's first score. A 95-yard drive. I know it's the backup players, but that's what I wanted to see Manziel do, Mike. Johnny Football touchdown, making the starter. I think he definitely will be the starter. McCown threw two interceptions, really bad ones. He does not look good at all, McCown. This was actually one of the only games I enjoyed watching the whole thing of. It's because it was a double quarterback battle going Yeah, on. it was a really, really good game. Really enjoyed it. Tyro Taylor is the clear best quarterback for the Bills as well. Threw the ball well, and man, he looks electric when he when they run that option. He adds a wrinkle to their offense that none of the other two do. Um, he looked really good. Man, um, Manuel probably had the biggest... <laughs> they've joked that it's the biggest moment in his career throwing That's a so game-winning mean. touchdown so mean. <laughs> and then a game-winning two-point conversion but hey you got to take him where they come he looks you? awful he he throws the ball well as soon as the ball leaves his hand you think this guy's okay but before that it's it's like watching a yeah. bad accident um as i said Manziel was absolutely great watched his whole all his plays a few times there was one play he dodged around offensive lineman Looked like he was going to scramble downfield, but then set his feet well, threw it for a first down on, on a third and 15. Unfortunately, it was brought back because the O-lineman thought he was going to run, so it was a down, um, down ineligible player downfield. But he just looks really good and really confident. It's really good to see. Buffalo's starting D looks good too. Oh, yeah, they're uh, I think they're going to be really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next game, Atlanta Falcons 30, New York Jets 22. NFL record 20 career kickoff and punt return touchdowns and this one is returnable from the 36 Hester circles makes his cut to the 45 Hester now working the other side of the field Devin Hester looking for the angle Hester down the sideline that brought down and that was Devin Hester looking amazing as usual in the return game he Not is, bad for an old fella. Is he ever going to stop that? I don't guy? know. He is so clearly the best punt returner. He nearly got that in too. He was oh, so close. It was a great return. He is so far above any other returner this game's ever seen. It's ridiculous. Julio and Matt Ryan looked awesome again. I'm yeah. actually starting to get scared by both our picks of New Orleans and Carolina because I reckon Atlanta might shock some people this year. And you know, I don't I don't want to give Matt Ryan any raps at all. Cheesy looks sharp. He looks he really, really sharp. Good. He throws the ball up. And it looks like that O-line, against a good Jets first-team defense, is starting to get a little bit better. That Jake Matthews looked pretty solid. So they got a long see. way to go, that's for sure. Yeah. Revis and Julio, that battle in the first couple of series was good to watch. I think Julio got the better of it, but it's so much harder for a cornerback. Um, yeah, Chris Ivory looked really fast and strong. And, man, Leonard Williams, what an animal. He looks like the real deal. Yeah, he he, he could be absolutely anything. I, I think he could be very good. I think them losing, is it Richardson that they've possibly lost from suspension? Yes. I get confused. Yeah, yeah, Richardson's Losing gonna... him might be the best thing that ever happened to the Jets. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it'll let Leonard Williams know. really develop quickly, and it, it could work. Either way, it's going to be a good front four. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yep. Uh, next game. 
Kansas City Chiefs 14, Seattle Seahawks 13. Smith intercepted, and this is a pick six Seattle Seahawks. Bobby Wagner. And that was Bobby Wagner, the recently highest paid middle linebacker in the NFL, not for long because Luke Kuechly is about, about to get, to get his paid. deal done. But it was a really great play. If you, if you can get the video footage, have a look at it. Um, God, Smith looked terrible again, didn't he? He sucks. Although he did throw his first touchdown to a wide receiver since 2013. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Smith. And it was to their new guy, Jeremy Macklin. Pretty easy play. It was a bit of a busted play, but hey, you got to take where it gets. What did you think of uh, Wilson and Graham yes. starting to find a connection? Chemistry starting to look really neat. Yeah. Didn't block much, did he? <laughs> no, certainly didn't block 75% of the time. Uh, Jimmy Graham is just a fantastic athlete. There's not many guys built. What is he, 6'7", about 240 pounds yeah, linebackers more. Can't, and linebackers can't go with him. Linebackers can't cover him, and safeties are too small. Yeah. He, he is just a matchup. He, he's a freak. So if they can get that, that going, they don't need any other receivers. He could have a huge year. So, yeah, other than that, it was a pretty pretty boring game. It was pretty ho-hum, that one. Yeah, Smith was really bad. He, he didn't play well at all. Yeah, and I think that's going to be the case throughout the whole year. Who's their backup? Is it Chase Daniel? Uh, great question. Yeah, I think Chase Jan- Daniels is still there. I think Chase Daniels could, if it is him, because I've heard some good. I, he could, he could no, push him. Smith's not going to lose that starting job because he does what Andy Reid wants. Yeah, he limits his mistakes. He just gets on with it. He shortens the game. What he does if he all makes the things mistakes that like that. Bobby that Wagner was a bad one. That, that could kill him. But Wagner, that was, it was a, a hell really of a good play. play. But it was just a zone coverage. He just bit on. On Smith's eyes. He yeah. just threw it he straight to his yeah. first read. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't a good look. No. Uh, Carolina Panthers, 31. Miami Dolphins, 30. It works perfectly. Oh, intercepted. Cam Newton's pass is picked off. Jamar Taylor. Unbelievable. Wasn't a great start for Cam Newton. No, he really struggled without... I know Funchess didn't play, and Calvin Benjamin's obviously yeah, well, now gone for the season. Yeah. He really struggled without those guys. I think if Greg Olson can't have an even better year than he did last year, this offense could really struggle. I think it's going to be the same story as last year. Yeah. That, that, he's just going to have nobody to throw it to. He just, yeah, and he's not an accurate... He's not the type of quarterback that can get in a rhythm with guys and just make rhythm passes all the time. He's not throwing it through a window. No, he's not that guy. He's a guy that relies on his big arm and getting guys getting guys out of position with his feet. I think they could really struggle. Now, it's only the second week of the preseason, but from what I've seen already, even when they had Benjamin, they weren't that good. I think they could really struggle. There's not many receivers just sitting out there on the wire. Well, to Reggie Wayne's up. gone now. There's yeah. basically nothing left. On, on a positive, though, Tannehill... Scored on three of four drives this preseason. He looks really sharp. It could be a huge year for him. Yeah, he has looked sharp. And I'm not a huge fan. I don't like the converted quarterback. He one year of quarterback at college, yeah. and I've never thought he's setting the world on fire. I don't like the but way he... I don't. I didn't like when they drafted him. Not where, they took not him where way they too took early. Him, but yeah, but he's obviously got some ability. So yeah, he's looked pretty sharp. He's got better every year of his career as well. And what they've actually done for him is by improving that defense. They've that's helped him out huge, and the D-line looked good. Oh, Sue. Yeah. Did you see the goal line plays where they tried to run away from Sue three times? And he just cut through. And the, the rest of them stopped. And then when they ran at Sue, they double-teamed, and he knocked both the guys over. He looked – he's an animal. And Cameron Wake is going to pay dividends because of it because they can't double-team both of them. Agreed. Philadelphia Eagles, 41. The Baltimore Ravens, 17. On second down. There's Sproles running the ball. Look at the shot. There's going to be – Suggs took a shot at Bradford. 
they threw I, the flag. I don't know what. I don't know what that is. Harbaugh's not happy. Roughing the passer. Defense number fifty-five. Low tackle on the quarterback. And I'm starting to think that Terrell Suggs might not be that nice a person. Cheap shot. Uh, look, the cheap shot wasn't the pl- wasn't what he did. It's the way he did it. Yeah, I he, get it. He went after option. a guy who had two new reconstructions. Feet. He knew what he was and doing. went straight after it. Yeah, I, I, I get that like, he was doing the option, but if you see the clip, he's Bradford's just trying to get out of the way of yeah, him. Yeah, he was trying to run he away. He doesn't. He pre shows his hands up like he's being like, arrested. Please don't hit me! Don't hit yeah, me! <laughs> and twists away. And you know, oh, the defensive line doesn't have a lot of time to make a decision. He had enough time, and even if he had enough time, if he'd wanted to tackle him properly, he would have got him around the waist and brought him down correctly. He went for the legs, and it was cheap, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it was cheap, too. It wasn't a penalty. The NFL have come out and said, no, no they got that wrong. Um, the penalty obviously stood, yeah. but they've come out and admitted they were wrong. Which, it wasn't a penalty, no. Because if, if no. But the rules state that he was a runner at that point, so you can't hit him in the legs. But it's week two of the preseason, and Terrell Sugg has a terrible track record of being dirty. If that had been, Yeah, and if that had been done to Flacco... Oh, they, yeah. they would the reverse. They would have been jumping up and down well, complaining it, about John, it. John Harbrow, the Ravens coach, is now complaining people bagging Terrell Suggs. This is not Terrell Suggs' first incident. He's no. had many bad moments like this. I, I didn't like saying You don't want guys doing that to other players who have just come off two ACL injuries. You know, there should be a little bit of respect within the league, especially in week two of the preseason. Yeah. Now, for mine, the worst thing about Bradford was that jersey he was wearing. Oh, that was terrible. a shocker. Was what it was the that? 70s again? Uh, it, had, it had sleeves to his elbows. Yeah, it looked look, disgusting. Sammy, I know you're listening to this, mate. Just cut cut your sleeves off and get it, get it back to normal. Yeah, get right? a real jersey, mate. Um, um, Flacco struggled. Yeah, he didn't look flash, did he? No, and the, wasn't it good to see the two picks were from the two ex-Seahawks that they've brought over, Maxwell and Thurman. It was, they were good. That pick to Thurman when he tipped it behind to yeah. him. Really clever. Even... Um, what do you, you must be a little worried about the Eagles. 41 points. I don't care if it's a preseason game. It's still a lot of points. It's what they up. do. They're, they're, and they look like they were running open it. everywhere. Yeah, last last year you look at them, they, they picked on the crappy teams. They pumped. It was when they played the good teams that they struggled. What kills a team like the Eagles is pass rush. And yeah, because it once screws the all the timing in, and everything up. Once the backups came in, there was no pass rush. So you can see why they would do it to guys like that because, as I said, there's just no pass rush late in those games. Bradford did look good, looked really comfortable. I really hope, he, as even as a Cowboys fan, I hope he goes well. I, I like Bradford. I've got a little time for him. So He's had a rough run, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, hopefully he has. A, hopefully just plays every game this year. Chicago Bears, 23. The Indianapolis Colts, 11. Takes a look, gets hit. He'll go down. Sacked out there on the play by Pernell McPhee. And he's one of those guys you talked about in the open, Coach. That Colts O-line struggled. They were really bad. And it was their Achilles heel last year. And I hope it's not this year because that could that could be, as I said, teams like that, they're going to make the playoffs. The Colts play in a fairly average division. They're the best team in that division by a long way. And they've probably got the best, one of the best QBs in the yeah, league. Top three, I'd say, in, yep. in my mind. And But the problem is, when you get to playoffs and you play teams like New England, whether the balls are inflated correctly or not, <laughs> it doesn't help your O-line block. And th- this is what happens. Yeah, you can scrape through the season and, and win some good games and make the playoffs, but if you want to win Super Bowls, which the Colts do, you need an O-line. And that's what could, could hurt them. Yeah, it looks like the Colts are determined to break the man- most amount of knockdowns on their quarterback record. Yeah. In the Since he's got there... It's ridiculous. He's been beat up a lot. And he still has incredible numbers. Yeah. 
So, look, I think what will help them is getting a good running game going. But I said, if, a bad, if it's a bad O-line, it's a bad O-line. Yeah. You just you don't have a good running game then, and then all the pressure's on Luck again. It could end really badly for him. What if Luck takes a big hit and he's out for the season? Oh, they're, then their season's they're over. They're stuffed. They could go to an 0-16 team, similar to when Peyton Manning got injured. Yeah, and then they'll probably draft some freak D lineman and be good again. Maybe an O-lineman to block. Yeah, it might help. <laughs> <laughs> um, New England Patriots, 26. The New Orleans Saints, 24. Garabolo, pocket collapsing and escapes. He's got time and he's got a touchdown. Good job by Garoppolo as he finds in the end zone Chris Hopper. Garoppolo, 29 of 33, including that touchdown we just played after escaping the sack. If you get a chance to have a look at that one, do he should have been down. Yeah, it was a pretty impressive play. He looked, what a difference a week makes. He looked a lot better. Last week we were saying they're in real trouble, but he looked really good today. Uh, God, Brady struggled early, and he is frustrated. You can really see it. His demeanor. Do you reckon it's all taking a toll? He's going well, to New York to. every other day. It has to take a toll on him. It, it, it can't. It can't be good. So, but you could clearly see frustration, and that doesn't come out in Tom Brady very often. He's no. a really calm, clever. He 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 wants this behind him. He wants to know what he's going to have to do yeah. and just get rid of and it. And at this point, that's probably pretty fair to be frustrated about. Just give him a decision. If it's a four-game suspension, let's make this ruling and get it over with. If it's not, let's sort it out. Um, man, Brandon Cooks looked good. Yeah, second-year guy. He. He looks fast. He's fast. His we, hands we, are good. We talk about it every week. There are some guys who just get separation all the time. T.Y. Hilton was the guy we talked about last week. Cooks is the same. Cornerbacks struggle to stay close to him. He gets great separation. If it's a good throw, he's away. It, he looked really good, and Breeze looked sharp I as well. I thought Breeze looked really sharp, and... It's good because the week before I was thinking, ah, oh, I might have got that pick of the Saints horribly wrong. That division is so hard to pick. It's so open. <laughs> it is so open. Because they're all one week they're all crap, and the next week they're all really good, and we can't make our mind up. Um, either way, Breeze and Brandon Cooks could be a huge year for both of them fantasy-wise. Absolutely. New York Giants, 22. The Jacksonville Jaguars, 12. Third and one. Manning, the throw for Odell Beckham Jr. He got tied up. Devon House... Tied him up, then Sergio Brown came over late. Beckham a little frustrated. He's been targeted about six times, Carl, and still doesn't have a catch at all in the preseason. Could this be the fall of the great Odell Beckham? <laughs> preseason he from? He's week on a, two. He's on a he's his on career a is going he down the toilet. <laughs> he's nothing. Couldn't get the ball in a preseason game. What a big sook. Now, with all seriousness, What's he, he was sooky? he was very frustrated. Yep. Had it, that ball, that clip we showed was a terribly thrown ball to him, and the D-backs barely touched him, and he was pushing him and shoving him. Might be a little bit too big for his boots. No, nah, he got clipped on the one earlier where he got a fingertip to it. The safety came over late and skittled him. Um, it's football. Yeah, he's just... He probably didn't really want to be there. He's coming off the injury. I he's certainly don't think, though, he's going to have... Last year, do you, as good a year or better than last year? Yeah, 1,200-odd yards. If he plays every game, he'll be better. Yeah? yeah. Well, he'll beat those numbers. He did it in what, 10 games? He missed four games, so 12 games. Yeah, okay. If he plays so. every game, he'll beat all those numbers. Yeah, okay. He is a supreme talent. Uh, speaking of supreme talent, Alan Robinson, who I have to say, he's in my stable of boys at the moment, Alan Robinson. I made no, you, he's made the club. I made you draft him the other night in you our did. fantasy draft. Um, Bortles looked okay as well, but Alan Robinson, he had a, he was having an awesome year last year, was leading the league for rookies in receptions, and then got hurt and missed the, the second half of the year or whatnot. 
looked really great. He looked sharp. I, I really like him. He could be a great player for them. Yeah, other than that, I hope no one watched that game. Oh, it was too a close. terrible was game. Awful. And, you know, I hope there's some excitement soon for Jacksonville because it's other than Alan Robinson, there's it's nothing. It's been a rough going ride on. for them. Uh, Denver Broncos 14, the Houston Texans 10. Quick drop, and it's intercepted! Picked off by Courtney Brown! Brown down the sidelines! It's a foot race! Courtney Brown to take it to the house! That was unfortunately for Brock Osweiler in interception pick six. He did make some good throws, but he had a couple of shockers. He's very up and down. He struggles. He's the reverse of most other inexperienced quarterbacks. He looked great throwing it medium and deep, but on the short stuff, the timing routes really struggled. He doesn't have a lot of touch, but no, he has got a cannon. He has got, and he's a big dude. He's like six foot seven. Yeah, he's massive. He's like an O lineman playing quarterback. He's he was good to watch, and he he is going to be the successor of Manning. There's no doubt about it. Oh, yeah, they're keeping him for a very specific reason. Yeah, he's in his third year, I believe. Yeah, out of one of the Arizona schools. Yeah. I can't remember which one. How about Manning saying has no feeling in his fingertips? I don't understand that. So Quarterbacks, when he all had his, touch. When he had his touch. neck surgery, he lost feeling in his fingertips, and the doctors said that he probably won't get it back. That is extremely odd, and it probably would explain the ducks he's been throwing the past since he came back from that injury. Yeah, so the, uh, because what will be happening is the arm strength, and the shoulder and everything, that's getting the ball to the spot. And the reason it looks ugly is because he's not snapping down snap with his, his fingers. fingers. Yeah. Um, Mallet looked, I think Mallet looked better than Hoyer throwing the ball. Hoyer ran the offense better. He's been named the starter this Boo. week. I was Boo. just, we were talking about it before. Boo. I don't like it. It's awful. Go with the upside of Mallet. Exactly. You know what you're going to get with it. Hoyer's going to add maybe one game. No, you know what? He won't add a game. He won't lose you any. Yeah. Mallet but, could win you five with his arm. By the time I get to Reliant Stadium to see them play the Colts in the regular season, I'm willing to bet Mallet's a starter. They will play a whole bunch, but without their running game, they're not going to have because of Aaron Foster it looked, being injured. Blue did not look good. No, nah, he looked terrible. Um, and neither did... I think when I saw Grimes come into the game and have one carry, I actually stopped watching because I'd had enough. <laughs> uh, he was he was just as bad. I think I'm calling it Grime time when I've had enough of watching something. <laughs> That's my new word for it. <laughs> so Dylan Grimes comes into the game and you're out. Yep. Grime, See you later. Grime time, okay? That's when I'm sick of something. So, yeah, look, I, I, I hate it, but hopefully Manziel gets a start and picks me up again. Yeah, that'll save us I'm all. Sad. Minnesota Vikings 20, the Oakland Raiders 12. Paul Charles, running back for the Kansas City Chiefs, said that he is the LeBron James of the NFL. Staying with, staying with that same sentiment, what player are you? Who are you if he's the LeBron James of the NFL? I'm the LeBron James, you know. Uh, it's I can't knock, you know, Jamal. He's a good friend of mine. And the you know, one thing I always tell people is, you know, if you don't think that you're the best, how will you ever become the best, you know? He can't knock Jamal Charles, but, but he I'm does. Do. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty accurate, though. He probably is over Jamal Charles. Okay, uh, I'm going to take the lead on this one. There is nobody who's as good at football in the league right now as LeBron is at basketball. JJ what? No. No. There's LeBron James is without question the best basketballer in the world. But there's no question about it. NFL, we could argue all day. Yeah, cuz no one's going to argue about LeBron James. Because of the how important the quarterback position is in football, it's a little bit different. The one thing I can't I have to agree with you though. Why is he getting crushed for it? Who cares? It's a stupid I reckon throwaway it's fun. statement. I reckon it's awesome. 
I like a guy with confidence. Yeah, I've got um, no problem with it. And speaking of confidence, Teddy Throzevelt, who someone told me is a great nickname and I'm allowed to bring it back in. God, I love my fans. Um, <laughs> he was fantastic again. I really like watching him play. He runs that offense so crisp. I'm glad your mum supports you, mate. <laughs> um, I, he surprised me. I really liked him coming out of Louisville. Yeah. They had that really bad pro day and he wasn't that flash. Who was taken year. in front of him in that draft? Oh, don't do that to me. Um, I know Bortles was. Yeah, Bortles definitely was. Manziel Carr was, was slightly round. after. Carr was after. So he was a third quarterback in the draft. And everyone was talking about Louisville. They had one tough game that year, and they could have gone undefeated and played in the national title game. And unfortunately, they did lose that game. Um, but he's looking really, really sharp. Um, Amari Cooper for the Raiders is still just looking like the stud he is. He, he is so good. Yeah, I really like him. And Carr looked really good as well. So they, I, I think if you're an Oakland fan, you've got something to be a bit excited about yeah. this year. I think yep. you can actually say, hey, something good's going to happen here. Yeah, definitely. San Diego Chargers, 22. The Arizona Cardinals, 19. As they say it, third and 16, Stanton. Oh, he got crushed and throws the ball in traffic. And it is caught. It's caught for a first down at the 43-yard line. Boy, Jerron Brown, he'll, he'll drop some. He'll also make the ridiculous catch. 30 yards. Brown will drop some, but that was a screamer. Yeah, he and he had a really good season last year under the radar as a rookie. He could be huge for them this year playing that slot role. Especially with Palmer looking. Yeah, and Palmer's looking Palmer fit. There's zip on his ball. But the O-line's a concern. They've lost... Uh, you know, they've only got Chance Warmack and Valdi here left, which is the right guard and left tackle. The rest of the guys are a bit banged up, so they'll want to have their starting five back um, with Massey, the right tackle, potentially is going to be suspended for sub- for perform no substance abuse. Four games. So he has been, has he? Oh, no, that's the penalty yeah. for Yeah, substance. so that's what's happening at the moment. Because as we explained before, if you get pinged for substance abuse, it's actually your third time yeah, being if, pinged. If, if it's, it's the being, first time you get suspended. Yeah, if it's being you know, pressed. Um, Josh Lambeau kicked a really good game-winning field goal. It actually wasn't a bad game to watch, if, if you're interested. And I reckon i got a bit of time for Arizona. I reckon they could really shake I it did, up in I, the do West. Do you remember me saying this about episode three, how high I am on them? I, I do indeed. Pittsburgh Steelers, 24. The Green Bay Packers, 19. Green Bay wasting no time. Again, it's Nelson, and Antoine Blake fell down. Nelson did too, and it looked like he may have twisted his ankle on that play, but Jordy Nelson is a big part now, and he does limp off the field. Yeah, that was Nelson doing his knee, awful injury, and Pouncey, who we'll get to later, also injured himself. They really stole the show that game. Um, other than Eddie Lacy looking really good and the Steelers starting offense looking really good, that they were the two big points from that game, which is not what you want out of preseason games. Yeah, this was going to be my Super Bowl yeah. matchup pick. Yep. I felt really good about both these teams. And it still could be. Pouncey, we'll get to him, but yeah, it's not the end of the world for them. Yeah, of, of course it still could be because they're just one guy out of 22 and they starters. T- they have, what, what do they both have in common? What does each team have that a lot of teams don't? No, oh, they've got depth. Great quarterbacks. Oh, that too. That helps. If you've got those guys, Aaron Rodgers can make anyone look good. Good organizations too. Exactly. General managers, they draft well. So uh, look, they'll probably both be okay, and I'm still thinking I might go with them. But that Nelson one, that concerns me. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't like that at all. Um, Getting straight over to the San Francisco, Jared Haynes, 23, and the Dallas Cowboys, 6. Running away again to Haynes, and he'll bring this 
From the 20, makes the first man miss, makes a couple more miss. And the putter has to stop him. Oh, get me some Vegemite. Throw another shrimp on the barbie, eh, bro? Oh, get out of my face. It's driving me mental. He's from Australia. Oh. Look, I have to admit, it's though. killing me. We might have to start eating our words soon, Rich, because we said he would not make it. But now the Hain, Hain plane has taken over and the hype is around him. If they cut him, he'll end up somewhere because some moron institute will want him around. It's Look, it's great for Gridiron in this country. It's awesome for Jared Hayne. The coverage is so cringeworthy. It's unbearable. Both ways. I saw Fox Sports a, Australia. Oh, my Just God. Die. They are the worst. Oh. They, the way they put these things out and, and just, you know, changing the game, explode, all these are things. Are you telling me they don't have a writer nuts. there that knows anything about the NFL? They can't. Because if can't. not, I will put my hand up and go and write their articles for them because they are terrible. It, but um, even the reports that they put on Fox Sports News and things like that, it's so bad. I don't but, understand. They've got no one. They've got none, they haven't got one American there that can just help. Get Steve Salisbury over there, right? <laughs> just sort it out. It's... Uh, um, he did look good on the punt returns. The run, I'm not going to go into any of his rushing yards. Well, he was dropped again. What most people don't realize is he was dropped string. to the third string with the third yeah. string guys from second string the week before. He he ripped off one decent run, but the yeah. rest were all really bad again. And that exactly. hole was huge. And that's again. and that's the thing. If, if if you've got, if I have to explain to you why he wasn't that impressive as a running back, then there's no point talking to you about it. The punt returns, he looked great. He took that one over his head, which was a great catch, but. Bad play. He shouldn't. You should never be out kicked by the punter. And the punter shouldn't tackle you either. No, it's. <laughs> there are some things he has to work on, and, and he's still a long shot to make it. But he's the lucky, hype's going to help. He's lucky it wasn't our mate uh, Hornsey who'd punted that, because he would have absolutely wrecked his day when he got to him. The devil would have killed him. He would have killed him. Uh, shout out to the devil. We love you. Um, how good did Navarro Bowman look back yeah. from injury since he the really, really NFC good. Championship game in 13, 2013, I believe? Yeah, he looked he, really great. He basically finished McFadden's career. Oh, McFadden Man, was he's terrible. Gone. He was hopeless. Are you with me that, that they, he might not make the roster? Yeah, I was with you from the start. I don't think he's going to make I, don't, it. I think the watermelon is pretty safe here to make that roster. Yeah, agreed. Um, Carlos Hyde looks solid, and Joseph Randall looked really good. So yep. I, I was pleased to see that. Hot tip now I think Jared Hain. Will end up on the roster because there's so much excitement about him. If they try and sneak him out of the practice squad, anyone's allowed to sign him. If you do that, yep. someone else is going to. He also him had out. a tackle on special teams as well as a gunner. So if they if he can start working himself onto that team as well, the more you can do, the better off he is. Yeah, he's got a real chance. Yep. Tennessee Titans twenty seven, St Louis Rams fourteen. Play pass on the run, throwing on the run. He's got a man. He's wide open to the tight end. It's Craig. So Mariota on the run delivers, and it's a gain of 35. I am all over the Mariota hype train. He looks fantastic. He's looked good. He makes some. He moves on the run. His pocket presence is outstanding. And if anyone doesn't know what pocket presence is, basically the offensive line will create a pocket around the quarterback. His ability to stand in there and dodge and weave and then break his way out when he needs to, it looks fantastic. That throw from that clip, have a look at it. It is outstanding. Uh, he might really be be something pretty good here. They might have got it right, the Titans. Yeah, and it also makes it no fun for me. Although uh, my guy Winston looked okay too, and we'll get to him next. You know who didn't look good? Foles. That's Foles. He, he is so bland. It could turn out being a, ma- a fantastic move for them, for the Eagles getting Bradford for him. Yeah, while we stay on quarterbacks, Mettenberger looked pretty sharp, and there's some teams out there who could do with a quarterback. I, 
I don't know how no one's trying to... And who knows, they probably are. If, if I was the Bills, I'd be going, hey, Zach, you want to come over here? Cause what we- would you give up? Fourth rounder would be about as high as I'd go. I don't reckon they'll release a really reliable backup for a fourth rounder. Probably you're going to have to give up more than that. And I reckon that's the sticking point. If anyone is trying to get him. Third round. See, basically, in your, fir- your first round, you want, you're drafting a superstar. Yep. Yeah, that's what you want from it. Second round and third round, you want guys who can come in and contribute. When you're getting anything past the fourth round, it's, uh, it's, it's hit or miss, basically, at, at that point. But the first three rounds are precious because you're getting instant contributors in your mind as if someone drafting. I don't think anyone's going to give that up. And if that's what the Titans want, then they are better off keeping him. Yeah, he'll stay there. And the last game was the Monday night game. My Buccaneers 25, the Bengals 11. Pull back, three tight ends. Tripping as he pulls out of there. Winston gets to the pylon and is in for the touchdown. How about that for your first drive at home as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback? Yay, Bucks have arrived. Did you did you watch this game, Rich? Yeah, I did watch he it. He actually looked really sharp. Oh, sorry, if my boss is listening, I didn't watch it. I caught it on replay. <laughs> he looked really sharp. Um, and it's good to see. He's got a really good arm. My favorite was when he tripped on his own line and fell over and took a sack. See, you're always going for the negative. My favorite. <laughs> I want to be surprised. And as someone who knows a lot about football, Richard, his control at the line of scrimmage pre-snap, which is ultra important in the NFL. If you ever want to watch someone does it the best, watch Peyton Manning. He's like a he's like a coach on the field. He was really good, ordering plays, calling out O linemen who to block. Really, really fierce competitor. I, I like that. That's something I like. That, that shows he's got something. Yeah, his touchdown run that we just played then. It wasn't designed that way. It was supposed to be a play action, hit the backside, fullback who would leak out. He got picked up by the defense. So he just took it. Just held him. He just took it. Yeah. Look, he's fast. It's exciting. And he's big. He's big. I'm not getting over no, over the top about as, it. In terms of a first-round pick playing his second NFL game time against, and it was against mostly starters, he looked okay, unlike Dalton, who did not look okay. Yeah, if I was a Bengals fan watching this, I would have certainly rathered Winston playing for me. Yeah. Dalton looked bad. Dalton just, he just never looks like he's confident in any way. And I was listening to the halftime show, because I watched it live, unlike you, because you were working. Yeah, I was working. And um, Chris Carter mentioned Dalton, which was, it was a really good a- anecdote, from when in the Pro Bowl, he had Dalton as quarterback. And late in the game, in a Pro Bowl, not much pressure on you. Mm. They needed a touchdown to win with two minutes left. And he said, I thought differently after talking to Andy Dalton before he went out on that field. And they didn't end up winning. Mm. So what is that? He says that after saying to him, mate, you got to go out and get this, after he, Dalton's response, which he didn't say, he, 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 he changed his mindset on what Andy Dalton was in a negative way. And That's it, a pretty big criticism. Yeah, and I've got a lot of time for Andy Dalton because obviously he's a horn frog. So... Yeah. He was a four-year starter at TCU. He's a good player. He won big games. He won a Rose Bowl on an undefeated team over Wisconsin. He came into the NFL. He goes to the playoffs every year. But there just seems to be a hump that he just can't clear. He's just got to get to that tipping point. And you know what? Well, I think I said, there's a ceiling, and he's already at it. Oh, you reckon he's hit his ceiling? I, I, we've seen enough Andy Dalton to know what he is, and I think. There's not much more. And the problem is it's not like, a, you know, for years everyone bagged Romo and said and the excuse was, oh, the team's not very good. The Bengals are a really, really good football team. There's talent everywhere. They have their own lines good. Their running backs, the best running back duo in the NFL, in my opinion. 
Their receivers are great, although AJ Green had a pretty funny tip. As a volleyball tip. <laughs> had a, had a Didn't tip look to Verna for a pick six. Um, you know, that, that happens. But yeah, D- Dalton's what's holding them back at the moment. And it, it's probably becoming concerning, but I'm sure he'll do what he has to do to get them to 10 and 6 and into the playoffs for a first yeah. round loss. I would love the Bengals to be hard knocks this year. I would love to see inside that organization this week yep. as to what they felt about that game. Yeah, how much they put on a preseason game. Yep. Just before we finish Camp Crunch, a couple of quick hitting injuries. Todd Gurley was cleared to practice. Yep. Obviously good news. Um arguably my favorite player from college debate Ah, oh, I knew I was gonna muck that up. Jadavian Clowney. Say it say it with your mouth. Jadavian. Thanks, mate. Good boy. Clowney, he's returning to practice this week. Once again we'll get to see that on hard knocks. But if he can get back to a he, he could Did be you see, anything. We'll get to it on this one. He's a big dude. Yeah, he is huge. Um, and we spoke about Pouncey earlier. They look like they might put him on the short-term IR. They're hoping. So that means he can return after a minimum of six weeks? Eight weeks. Eight weeks. So hopefully they have him back for the second half of the season. Even if they can get him back for playoffs, he is such a good center. One of the top two or three centers in the league. Really recent news today, which I'm shattered about. Orlando Scandrick, the Dallas Cowboys, gone with a torn ACL and MCL. He is their number one corner, plays the outside in the base defense and the slot corner, and he's very good at it. It's a big loss. Yep, it's a shame. This is Tom Hornsey, and you're listening to the SEN NFL Podcast. Now, as many of our listeners will know, James is head off to the US for a holiday, and I will be as well later in the year. So we're not going to try and ring each other and do this... Uh, online at 3 a.m. or whatever it is. We will do a bit of a call-in, but we're not going to try and get each other in for the whole show. No, it's it's, it's way too difficult. We have a very, very... Sp- I'm really excited about this because he's a bit of a hero in my life. Uh, a former, uh, Not a former, a Croydon Ranger, Vic Bowl champion, I believe he was. Our man, Matty Mackay. How are you, Matty? Uh, very well, boys. Uh, going oh, very well. Thank you for, uh, for having me in today. Very excited to see you two at work. Now, James might be excited, but I'm more excited because he's leaving... I get four weeks relief from uh, from my mate J.A. and I get Maddie, in, Maddie into the uh, studio. So what we always like to do is get allegiances out of the way nice and early. Now, besides being a through-and-through through Croydon Ranger and an Australian Outback representative, mm-hmm. who are your teams, mate? Okay, so we'll start with college. Uh, Florida State is the, uh, the team I follow in college. Uh, pretty much just the first game I saw. Uh, pretty cool-looking uniform. Spears on the helmet, what's not to like. Yeah. Successful team. So I thought we'll stick with them. Yeah, that's a fair point. And who, who have you got in the NFL, mate? The N- I already know, but I want you to say it. Yeah, look, it's the New England Patriots. It seems like these days you've got to defend yourself when you say that. <laughs> I don't know why. They're one of the most well, successful franchises ever. It's you and all your Johnny-come-lately mates. That's the problem. Well, see, that's the problem. I think I'm, you get tarred with, with the brush of, of a, being a bandwagon fan. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually do go a little bit further back than that. I don't want to give away my age too who much. Who was the quarterback before Tom Brady? Drew Bledsoe. Bang, he's, in, he's, in, he's, all, he's good in my book. That's all I need to know. Yeah, no, similar story to the Florida State. Um, first game I saw, uh, Drew Bledsoe's first game for the Patriots, a number one pick. Uh, a lot of excitement. Um, boy out of uh, Washington, I believe. And uh, I just thought, you know, this is a young, exciting team. I thought the uniforms looked cool. I'm very superficial like that. Well, and with a face uh, like that, Matty, how couldn't you be? Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> Appreciate it. So, yeah, look, it was, um, yeah, I, I just I fell into the Patriots. Uh, they took me to a, a Super Bowl in 96, I believe. 98, 96. 96. Losing to Green Yeah, to Bay. Green Bay. It was um, That was my first taste of success, and it was a long wait until Tom Brady came along. Yep. But uh, I remember that was, you know, that was a, a great, great memories. We had, we had Brady, th- I'm sorry, Bledsoe, Bledsoe throwing to Terry Glenn. 
Yeah, William McGuinness as a rookie God, on the Terry defense. Glenn ended up at the Cowboys, Terry Glenn, for a while. Yeah, yeah, we had Curtis Martin in the backfield. He had a pretty good team back in the day. Yeah, he got Cur- done in by uh, Brett Favre. We did. Fa- we did. Favre? Favre, Favre pronounced. Favre. Yeah. It's a hard name to say Brett that one. Favre. Hard, harder to spell, though. There you go. <laughs> so we're going to keep Maddie around. He's going to join us uh, while James is away, and he'll also uh, join us while I'm away. And we what, might you're get not him going in. to ask me about my trip. What am I? You know, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm doing? I was planning to come back to it. You didn't think like you. Were. I think you're ready to move on, and I've caught you here. You never show any right, interest mate. in what I. Do. Where, are you, where are you off to? Okay, guys. To? I've had this. I've just got my bit, bit of paper out. I've written it all down on. I'm flying in New York to watch the man Sam Groth play in the U.S. Open. But the highlight of the trip, I'm traveling all around America, Dallas Cowboys opening night, Sunday night football versus the New York Giants, 50-yard line seats. I am pretty excited. Never been to an NFL game, so that's basically the highlight. Also going down to Tennessee to watch the, the Vols play a game. So I'm, I'm looking, really looking forward to it, but I will, miss, I will miss it in here, especially our producer, Chris. Yeah, we'll miss you too, mate. Um, hard knocks to take a quick look at it. The first thing I want to point out, Bill O'Brien, he is the man. I really like him. For the rest of the practice, I'm not playing music. All I want to hear is when we go 7 on a 7 and 11 on 11, all I want to hear is Gotsy give the play to the offense, Rack give the play to the defense, and I want to see what these b****ers know. I want to hear their communication. I want to know what they know, okay? I don't give a what you guys know. I know what you know. I want to know what these b****ers know. We don't have a lot of time, okay? And right now, we're telling these guys to do what to do at every position on every play and if they don't know what to do then that's part of the evaluation then we cut their ass but right now we're telling them to step here all right in a line here do this do that let them play and let's see what the they know all right bill o'brien giving a whole bunch of that was the entire coaching stuff yeah the whole coaching stuff around basically saying Stop cuddling these guys. Stop telling them what their route is or what their coverage is and just let them go because we're going to learn who can play and who can't. Yeah, and, and Maddie, you were saying before you had a good point on why they actually, why they do tell the players what's going yeah, on. Yeah, that's right. I mean, for, for people that might be wondering why Bill O'Brien's getting stuck into his position coaches there, um, when a position group has a bad practice, what happens is that the offensive coordinator or their head coach comes to the position coach and he wants to know what's wrong with your group. Yeah. Why aren't they doing what they're supposed to do? Why, why don't they know what they're supposed to know? Yeah, so and, it's hard for them because they want them to, to do well, but they also want them to know. Like the coach wants them to know what they're doing, but the co- the assistant coaches don't want to get chewed out when they're not looking good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, they're they're drawing a paycheck too, and you know they've got jobs to protect. They want to make sure that their their boys are, are doing things the right way and in the right spot, and uh, in their own interests, they're, they're you know probably giving a little bit too much coaching out there on the practice field. They you know obviously Bill O'Brien wants them to step back a bit. And he wants to see what the players can make decisions for themselves when, when bullets are fired for real. And yeah. the first round of cuts are not far away. It's after They're just after the third game? September 1st. Oh, God, yeah, not far away cut down to 75. So some of these guys are going to be gone. So before the third game? No, it's the first. It's after this weekend. Yeah, after the game. Yeah. Uh, and then the next round, I think, of cuts is on the 5th of September. Once again, it's all their time. Something else that was really good in episode two of Hard Knocks was um, finding out that Brian Cushing is a massive jerk. And <laughs> He's he, a bully. And he treats... I've got to tee this clip up because there's not a heap of um, voice in it. Basically, he and Alfred Blue were going one-on-one, pass protection, running back versus linebacker. Final <laughs> Hey, cut the blue. You got blue? Yeah. 
Come on, Blue, one more. Let's go, Blue, one more. And that is the bully Brian Cushing, who then told DeAndre Hopkins that he doesn't drink Starbucks anymore because he's not a chick. Which I don't know why going to Starbucks makes you a female, but <laughs> obviously Brian thinks that he then took his kids, he has twins or not twins, but really close together in a pram for a walk with a little motorized mini segway type mini thing. Segway thing. He did not make. It. Like he's a good player. That's all I can say. Basically, in that clip, unfortunately, I can't do the video with it. He basically sits blue down three times back to back. It yeah. pretty much embarrasses him, leaving him lying on the turf on that last one. A um, couple of other good things out of the episode. The rookie haircuts were hilarious, as always. Yeah. Um, if you get a chance to have a look at it, definitely do that. Uh, Clowney, who we just mentioned earlier, who'd been cleared for practice, he'll get a much bigger piece this week. Um, basically following his head, the micro-fracture surgery. Yep. He should be right to go. I hope he comes back. He looks so big and strong. Yeah, he just looks massive. Um, And the one we want to sort of leave you with a little bit before we wrap up is this is a kind of chit-chat that goes on during a practice when you're bored. I love breakfast. Breakfast is the best. Brunch? Brunch is my favorite meal of all time. Brunch is the greatest thing in the world. I can pass on dinner. Like dinner is whatever. Yeah. Dinner is, yeah. But brunch? Breakfast is brunch. You don't mess around with breakfast. I could eat breakfast three meals a day. No oh, problem. Oh, yeah, absolutely. My wife, Bianca, she makes the, uh, it's like a croissant bread, and inside of it, it's, you can put whatever bacon, you can put eggs, you can put sausage, you can put ham inside of it and bake it. <laughs> so here's what you're going to tell Bianca next off day. I'm coming. <laughs> That's what I want. It's so good, and you can slice it like bread. Uh, between it. Come on. So that's JJ White and Vince Wilford talking so about good. breakfast. It's so funny. Some of the chit chat is ridiculous and hilarious. Um, but it's all good stuff. It's all funny. And the, the other guy I really liked, and Maddie, you'll know him as an ex Patriot, Vrabel. Is it Mike Vrabel? Mike Vrabel. That's he right, is yeah. stealing the show. The Lions back coach. He's such an asshole, but it's so great to hear. He uh, picked on a young rookie this week over and over again, and who apparently is, is, a, pre- is a pretty good football player. So that was good to watch. Uh, and that pretty much does it for today's show. James, have a great trip, mate. You're going to love it. Thank um, you. Enjoy your trip. Um, try not to upset Sophie too much. When she wants to go to Tiffany's in New York, just go. Don't, as long as I uh, get my football go. games, Richie, I'm happy to You'll do get it, it mate. Shopping. You'll be all good. Um, Maddie, thanks for joining us, mate. I look forward to having you in the studio next week. Uh, for James Arthur, for our producer, Chris Tyler, who's always behind the glass keeping this ship rolling, I'm Richard Garraway. Thanks for listening. For more SEN America podcasts, head to sen.com.au. To keep up to date with the latest American sports news and interviews from around SEN, follow SEN America on Twitter at SEN America and on Facebook at facebook.com slash SEN America. Richard, do you think this is better or worse? You're getting ready to go out. You want to get in the mood. There's a playlist for that. You move to the beat. You trip over the dog. You're not dancing anymore. You open the Medibank app and find a physio. We live in an on-demand world. And now your health insurance comes on demand too. Download the new Medibank app today.